Welcome back to another episode of Stay Oriented Podcast. My name is Casey. I'm joined by my brother. Strasvoite Tavarishi. I'm Carrie. Hello, comrades. Yes, he's a communist. Don't forget that. <laughs> when shit pops off with China, don't forget that. Just don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not communist. Although he oh, likes to I? fly, uh, he, although he Just likes kidding. to have red, red uh, communist colors behind him, wearing some communist language on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, man. Uh, what did we talk about this week? Let's let's uh, let's get into the show. I always feel okay. like we take forever to get into the show. Like whenever I'm uh, watching our previous episodes back. I'm like, oh man, just get to the it's point. It's like good 16, 20 minutes before we start talking about something. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we just start talking about some random crap that happened to me yesterday. I'm like, I, it's not the show. That's not the point of the show. The show yeah. is to, to 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 tell the world my brother's communist. That's the real point of the show is. And uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about, uh, what do we want to talk about today? Let's talk about how communist China might be actually responsible for COVID. How about that? China. Uh, China. Uh, so up until, I guess, today, today being February 26th, Sunday, uh, to say that China. And it's February 27th for me right now. I'm looking at the, the Oh, crazy. Yeah, because it's nighttime, right? Right. Yeah. About to cross over into uh, the next day. But. Up until today, uh, it would be called conspiracy theory or fringe talk to say that coronavirus came from China. At least that's what the media would would say, right? And mm-hmm. I guess the super woke people in the world would say. But I feel like most people that I even just see day to day would be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure COVID came from China. And uh, well, it, it wasn't it wasn't debate about whether or not it came from China, but it was how it came out from China. Because was it oh, the bat right. soup, That'd the meat market, true. or the yeah, the the night market, or was it a lab leak? That was the debate. Amongst, right? Was uh, it from bats or was it you know grown? And uh, and so basically, who who actually confirmed it? So basically, the Republicans were all like, have they've always been like, dude, it came from the lab fucking punish china they have to pay for it right they have to pay for what they've done to the world and basically the rest of the world's like whoa 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 we don't know for sure and they've been trying to protect china at least that's kind of like what the uh what the the republicans are saying and uh now today for the very first time they have what the energy department i didn't know there was a department that was known for energy period uh, but the energy department, and I don't know why they have anything to do with this because COVID-19 is not an energy thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who the fuck the energy department is, but they're basically, they came out and they're agreeing that COVID-19 came from the Chinese lab. And now like politicians are like, whoa, it's not fringe talk anymore because the energy department has confirmed it. Who the fuck is the energy department? I thought they worried about like fossil fuels and energy stuff 
Yeah, breaking news. The U.S. Energy Department has concluded that the COVID pandemic was most likely a roast yeah, from the laboratory. Don't you think uh, it would leak. come from like the CDC or I don't know, somebody? Yeah, so what does the CDC say about all this? I don't know. But Let's point see. is, it's the first time that a, I guess, a uh, uh, an American department, government department has has agreed that it was a laboratory leak. And not just saying that it's some sort of conspiracy theory where, you know, I think a lot of, you know, uh, if you're a right wing American, you're probably like, I knew it all along. Uh, we've been saying it for like fucking three years. What the fuck? Right. I kind of have my own little theory about it because, you know, just past the one year anniversary of the whole Russian invasion on Ukraine just a couple of days ago. Has it been one year? Literally February 24th. Yeah. One year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I've been seeing a lot on the headlines about how the U.S. has been warning China about uh, helping Russia in the war. Yeah. So like this one uh, NBC article says, U.S. warns China that helping Russia in war in Ukraine would alienate it from the world. So now there's a lot more, you know, along with the whole China-Taiwan thing, you know, it seems like well, actually, it's, it's pretty well known that I feel like China and Russia, they've always kind of been allies, you know, like they're not like buddy buddies, but they've they respect each other to the sense where they won't really cross each other's paths. Um, Are you talking about China and Russia right now? Yes. China and Russia oh, okay. relations. Yeah, they, right. you know, they're, they've been buddies, you know, they're not like best friends, but they're just kind of like, all right, you leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Uh, you know, you back me up. I back you up kind of thing. I feel like is. The they're probably just like, like we're just too g for each other man like you know <laughs> i'm i'm like swole as fuck you're swole as fuck like if we did anything we just fucking decimate this fucking world man like we just gotta like stay chill with each other we're just too I, g for this i think so yeah i think that's how the relationship's like but um <laughs> i know china's been suspecting um no sorry the u.s has been suspecting china to maybe provide military equipment to russia to help them, but it's not proven yet. That's just what they've been speculating. You know, who knows? They could be gaslighting the news as well. I mean, it, it would make it would make sense that they would aid each other. They're right next to each other, and their yeah. common thing is that they're both communists, right? And they both don't like the U.S. Their yeah. te- the tension, the relationship with the U.S. is is tense, and mm-hmm. you know, for them to be right next to each other, they're both communists. Both have a common enemy. It like it makes perfect sense for them to join forces together. It does, yeah. And, it does. And and the way they're handling their in their 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 smaller territory, so Russia to Ukraine, China to Taiwan, like it's almost similar, right? Like you got you, you Russia flexing on Ukraine because you're like the fuck, man, fall in line with the rest of Russia, and then China is like, hey, what the fuck, Taiwan? Like fall in line. You're you're supposed to be Chinese. You're Chinese people uh, <clears throat> pretending to be a, someone else, you know, and, and they're kind of like mad about that, yeah, about that and, I guess. Yeah. And so, um, so basically I believe that, you know, I think, I think, well, I guess the energy department, whoever, I, I think, you know, they probably know that knew this information about the lab leak for a while because people have been talking about it for a while. And why would they all of a sudden now be like, oh, we think it's a lab leak. Um, I think they said they had some inside sources. 
that were pointing to that. But why does the energy whatever. department have the information? That, at all departments? Like is COVID-19 a, a secret source of energy? Was COVID-19 supposed to be some sort of energy source that they're developing in the lab and it ended up uh, leaking and it became a virus in and of itself? Who knows? But is it superpowers? Do you get superpowers <laughs> if you get COVID-19? <laughs> That's what's going to happen when the nuclear bombs come out just kidding yeah we, but, we, uh, all, we all have it in our systems now we just gotta <laughs> wait for the for that for the whatever it is to just turn our powers just to activate on. it just but, activate um, yeah. it yeah but I, I think with the the news or with this uh this whole tension with china possibly aiding russia maybe maybe that's upsetting the u.s and now the u.s is like oh like you don't want to play ball with us okay now we're gonna say that uh covid came from a lab leak from china or something you know Maybe it was a car that was, it was a car that they were holding the whole time, you know? I see. So it's like a PR nightmare for China. It's like, oh, we, we've been, we've been holding back on A, the truth or B, we've been, we haven't been trying to uh, make you look super bad uh, in the media. We've been, you know, been trying to play nice, but now that you aren't doing your fair share of being nice, we're going to play, we're going to get dirty with ya. We're going to, we're going to destroy your reputation as if you had great reputation here in the States to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, they got great enough reputation for all of our shit to be made over there. So they kind of yeah, have that over true. us. So, so like, uh, this, uh, Jake Sullivan guy, who is he? I don't know. Who Part of he? the U S I hear his name all the time. He's uh let's see the, I think he's president Biden's top national security. Okay. I don't he's know, not from thinking, the think, uh, energy department. Is he? No, he's the national security advisor. Yeah, Jake Sullivan. Yeah, so he's like with the uh, Biden admin administration. But uh, so he's he's threatening to have the U.S. alienate China, which I don't think that's going to do anything for the U.S., to be honest. Why would the U.S. alienate China when half our shit's from there? Exactly. I think it's going to be another ploy that would shoot ourselves in the foot, like the whole thing with Russia whenever um, – the U.S. like put on these new sanctions on Russia last year. It, and it every, really shot every party, us in the foot. Yeah, every party goer was like, "I can't drink vodka, man. What the fuck, U.S.?" <laughs> well, no, <laughs> where the are biggest, you vodka from? The biggest thing was the oil trading. You know, uh, I think uh, Europe got most of their gas and uh, oil from Russia. Um, a lot of other countries get their oil and gas from Russia, and we used to um, trade with the U.S. dollar. They call it the petrodollar. That was the currency to trade oil. It was U.S. currency, basically. And yeah. with the U.S. sanctioning Russia and Russia being such a big oil provider and also sanctioning their rubles, their currency. So now Russia's like, okay, to all these other countries, like, all right, well, you know, if, if we're sanctioned and we're cut out from, you know, the, uh, the currency from the rest of the world or with the U.S., then if you want to buy oil from us, you, you better buy it in rubles. No more U.S. Mm. dollars. So yeah. now a lot of countries are um, ditching the petrodollar currency and now yeah. they're using like the Chinese yuan or uh, the rubles, uh, Russian yeah. rubles. So it, it stifles the American dollar. It does. It does. So it's less, the demand for the dollar is less, you know, obviously to us in like Western countries, you know, it's still very valuable and, you know, it's still holding pretty strong, but I think it's gotten weaker in the grand scheme of things because other countries around the world are now you know, not using it as much. Um, and I think, you know, people in the U S and like Europe and just like the Western world in general, like 
we view the whole world as just these Western countries, but there's so many other countries out there, you know, yeah, they might not be as wealthy, you know, they have a different lifestyle as us, but they, they still count, you know? Yeah. So I feel in the like, words of Trump, uh, you know, shithole countries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I know like uh, India, they're, they're pretty cool with Russia. You know, I think are uh, they? You, they are, they are cool. Wow. With Russia. They're just neutral to Russia, you know, cause I think, um, I don't really know the geopolitics between Russia and, and uh, India, but you know they're cool with each other. It's like, well, you've never done anything to me, so we're cool. Yeah. You know, anytime that I see an Indian uh, politician from India uh, speak uh, in the Western media, like with some British person journalist or whatever, and they're like trying to like they're trying to get Indian people to be like more like climate healing ish or like you know trying to get them to be more like you know we're trying to save the planet basically and then indian people are like yeah i'm trying to feed my people man like my people are fucking starving like i i can't i don't have time to deal with your fucking bullshit of like climate change like we need fossil fuels period because we don't have money to have uh investment in in, in solar energy or or fucking nuclear energy <laughs> yeah we don't we don't have teslas you know i mean we, maybe they do we, but, but I, they're not everywhere like how yeah, it is yeah, in the US. It's, it's yeah. a different world in in india and I, i'm just like yeah who are we who 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 is the western world to you know how are we to say like we have to we have to uh hold a different country with a completely different lifestyle, and, like, yeah, accountable lifestyle. To the same things we're trying to achieve on our end. Yeah, you know? and, um, and it's like we just—I you know, never really realized a different this. Game. But yeah, the U.S. We we like to try to impose our views and beliefs on everyone else. And, and I'm very pro-American. I just I don't really like our government that much. But you know, I I, I wish the best for us as for everybody. You know, us for all the prosperous. I but wish yeah. the best for us too. But yeah, like I just feel like the U.S. Uh, government. We do try to make everyone else look like bad guys, but I don't think we're much different. You know, yeah, we're like the crazy Christians now that that we don't like anymore. Like we're here to save you. We're here to save you. We're like we're, we're, we're like throwing. You gotta believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah. the Lord will save you. You gotta you believe know? in our democracy and you know all of the stuff that we're doing. Like uh, like we just saw the other day. Uh, was it Alexandria Ocasio Cortez? You know she. Um, yeah, AOC Aoc. She's um she was basically <laughs> like um marching around trying to tell Japan like, oh, you need more LGBT plus equality, uh, you know, in your legal laws and stuff. And it's just like, well, it, it just, I mean, I get it, you know, uh, it's very big here. It's really big here in the US, but it's like, well, you know, she said, she said, oh my God, it was shocking. It was shocking that they were like, they were just like, no uh, marriage equality. Oh my God. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? Like, they like, have a they, different fucking yeah, life. Do they want it? You know? I don't know. I never looked into it, you know, but. they have, I mean, look, I want I want marriage equality. I want the LGBTQ to have a nice time in their life. I want them to feel like they belong. I want them to feel validated. I want them to feel included, <sighs> right? it's the worst feeling to feel excluded but at the same time we have had a lot of different conversations and dialogue here in the u.s in time you know like the the, the kind of conversations the u.s has had with these types of you know problems and 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 issues i guess dates back i mean i feel like the 
the civil rights movement, you know, happened in the sixties. Right. And I, I feel like that was kind of like the beginning of maybe also the conversation about, you know, say, uh, I guess mar- marriage equality actually goes even further back, but like, you know, the LGBTQ community, I mean, we, they started, you know, having a space to speak because of civil rights. And so really it started in the sixties. Uh, that was that how many years? That's 60 years. We've had 60 yeah, years of dialogue. Years. We've gotten this far, you know, so good for America. You know, if, if, if this is the direction we all want to go in and, and have everyone have a, have a place to, to, to exist where there's less scrutiny or whatever, then we got here through dialogue over time. I don't know if Japan's having that dialogue yet, you know, and they have a completely different culture. The Japanese culture is very particular. You know what's anything. funny? I, I think uh, fictional characters have more legal rights in marriage than uh, LGBT plus people. I remember there was like really? a guy, it's a Japanese guy who married a fictional character. Uh, looking at, at it right now, it was back in 2018. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> was it an LGBTQ plus uh, character? <laughs> no, it's a girl character, but it's like a fictional character has more rights than LGBT plus. <laughs> character oh in the japan but like honestly though i think <laughs> japanese people need to be pumping out more babies you know and there isn't there like a population declining or something it's like yeah, you guys are about to go extinct you guys the last thing you really need are lgbt plus uh marriage like you guys need to have more babies you know otherwise yeah, yeah. otherwise there's nobody nobody's gonna be on your island you know yeah they got a different issue I, their, their yeah. issue is like they're about to go they're on the verge of extinction yeah <laughs> really you know i think every, i don't know i, I don't yeah <laughs> yeah i i hear that they're they're the population of old people uh compared to young people uh like i guess like retired people to young people that are still working or whatever uh, still part of the workforce or whatever it 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 tilts towards the old people way more uh in when you compare it to any other country in the world that has old people compared I think to Italy might you know, be up there too. Really? It's just they have way more old people. Yeah. Ratio wise mm-hmm. than the workforce. Which it's really weird. So that means that just means yeah, they're not they're not breeding humans enough. Yeah. Uh, and that's a that's a real issue. Because I, I feel like the US, like a lot of developed countries might be heading towards that direction. You know, like you're seeing, uh, you know, this younger generation, um, you know, we're not getting married that young anymore. You know, if people do get married, typically it's older now. Um, a lot of, a lot of people are more focused on the career and more career driven, especially with like, uh, f- female, female, female equality, you know, a lot of, a lot more women in the workforce trying to like climb up the corporate ladder. Um, you know, a lot of them, not as many women are you know, uh, getting pregnant early on, having, you know, uh, forming a family. And so I think we could very well be dealing with that issue in the future. You know, we probably kind of are now, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, isn't that a, you know, if, if, if I was a, a climate change person, I'd be like, that's a great problem. In fact, that's not a problem at all. Cause the problem is the, the world is way too populated. That's our, what they tell us. Carbon footprint. That, no, no, this is this is fact from the from from the climate change and Bill people. Gates. This is complete. It's fact. Yeah, Bill Gates. We gotta trust him. He's one of the richest men in the world. We should definitely yeah, trust this, this, this uh, The software developer now is like head of you know. Yeah, there's no <laughs> possible way stuff. that he 
Yeah, there's no possible way th- that he could possibly have some sort of weird agenda, you know. Totally, uh, I think totally he's, not. Yes. Um, so I put my my trust in him, his word, and uh, yeah, our carbon footprint's too big. We have to basically eliminate ourselves from this world to save the Earth, so that none of us can enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> so none of us will be there to enjoy it. You know, just that this makes complete sense. It makes perfect sense the less of us to enjoy it the better no not enough room for you and me so you know one of you or me we gotta go so that just leaves one of you or me alone on this world and alone will be it feels fantastic yeah so i totally not depressing at all (laughs) not nope not at all not nihilistic (laughs) um but yeah you know just feel like people are having less kids nowadays, you know, it's fine if you don't want to or not, but, um, does seem like people are just having less kids now and we might be following the trend of Japan is all I'm saying, you know, but our population is just much bigger to begin with. So it's going to be harder to, you know, really feel that, you know, maybe Japan has the, the marriage equality thing and the LGBTQ, you know, stuff really backwards. Like they just got it fucking backwards, but there's just there's they're very 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 progressive in the climate healing uh, department. They're just like yeah, fuck our population. We gotta save these trees. Very true. Yeah, they're beating us and out. These with ice that. caps. Yeah, they're, they're 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 fantastic at it. Yeah, but yeah, like I remember Japan. They're just it's such a different culture. Like whenever uh, we met up with you guys in Japan, um, when we toured the. Uh, the Jumbi farm and stuff. But before that, you know, me, mom, dad, and Diana, we went out to explore Tokyo ourselves because we've never been there. Uh, I don't know if mom and yeah. dad have, but I mean, I don't Diana think, so. you know, never, dad, dad's like low key, like racist. Like he, Japanese. He resents. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wouldn't say the word racist because he's, well, yeah, I guess there's nothing to be he racist resent, about. He, rents, he resents he, the Japanese. He resents the history yeah. of what Japan has done to China and if, if you don't, if you're not aware of what their resentment is, it's uh, or possible racism is, uh, it's akin to that of Jewish people with Nazis. So, as the Nazis were the, you know, the let's say the disruptors of of Europe, and they kind of went around and did their thing in Europe. Uh, Japan did that with you. Japan yeah. had their had their moment where they're just like, yeah, we're going to get Korea. That's why Koreans kind of have this thing with Japan as well. Like, just like, don't really like Japan. And then Japan invaded China and there's like the, the massacre of Nanking and all that kind of stuff. I think and, uh, the uh, Philippines. You know, and I think there's a thing with the Philippines too, right? Yeah. They also, oh, and Taiwan. Well, Actually, Taiwan, that's one reason. Taiwan what? likes Japanese culture a lot. I noticed that when we they went gave, there. Because Japan gave Taiwan infrastructure. Because Taiwan at the time was like, because yeah. uh, they were still new. They were they were they left China to be their own thing because they didn't like what China was. They becoming. didn't like Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong's communist party took over China. So Chiang Chiang Kai Shek, I don't know his name. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he took his people, his political party, over to Taiwan to start their own. Yeah, you know, I don't thing. know what what came first because World War Two was World War Two uh, mm. before the Mao Zedong stuff. You're right. That was actually during World War because. Chairman Mao became Chairman Mao in 1949. Yes, but we know that now. Yeah, and 
Yeah, but the World War but World War Two is when Japan was like in its like Nazi uniform, uh, Nazi mode, and they're like trying to you know get out and conquer them and killing and just kill. That everyone. was the forties yeah. for sure. That was in the forties. Yeah, so I, I don't know what was in Taiwan then. I don't. I they have their own native people. Yeah, but whatever they did at that time. It, it gave Taiwan a lot of uh, affin- affinity okay. towards Japanese people. And then, yeah, infrastructure, like a lot of uh, like the way Taiwan is built, the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very similar to Japan. And even like the food and stuff, like there's a lot of uh, remnants of Japanese influence there as well. So, yeah, I got to read up on that. That's that's a that's a that's a yeah. reading. I but but going to that whole like uh, kind of like our dad not liking Japan and stuff. Um, we went to go see the robot restaurant thing in Shinjuku. And then, uh, yeah. you know, really cool show, very entertaining. I had a lot of fun. And then we got out and then we were looking for food to eat. We're just walking around Shinjuku and we came across this restaurant and we try to walk in. And then they did that thing to us where they basically didn't let you in, you know. No. But they don't tell you no, why. No. And we just noticed that um, the restaurant wasn't that, it wasn't that busy, you know, a lot of empty tables. But we noticed that all the patrons in there were wearing white um, dress shirts. So it was like their, their, uh, all of their the like, locals, the locals, the local businessmen, you know, who go out to have, yeah. um, what's it called? And they all dress that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're having like their little happy hour with their coworkers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, we, you know, we did some thinking. We're like, huh, this must be one of those spots that we've always heard about where they don't allow foreigners in there. Like it's Japanese only. And yeah. it was kind of a culture shock to me because that would They're not racist. that would not fly in the US. You know? Yeah. You turn somebody be away from so being fast. a foreigner, you're a racist. You're a racist, you're xenophobic, yeah. you're a bigot. And we do not say the same thing about Japanese people when they do that. They have a strong sense of nationality that for some reason white people and white people countries aren't allowed to have at all. For some reason. Yeah. Shit, man. Maybe AOC is right then. I think AOC had a point. <laughs> Maybe Japan needs to be canceled. Yeah, Japan needs to be canceled on a global scale. (laughs) We should we should stop buying PS. Stop buying PlayStations. You know, forget about your your um what other stuff they have. Fuck Toyota. Honda. Fuck Honda. Fuck Mitsubishi. Uh, Um, uh, Fuck your sushi. I'm never eating sushi sushi. again. Nope. Sushi's disgusting. (laughs) Not really. Uh, What else? Sake. Uh, uh, Sake, anime. no more Dragon Ball Z, no more, no more anime. Whatever anime is super popular nowadays. There's like a million of them. Um, yeah. Just kidding, just kidding. I love Japanese stuff. It's like the coolest Asian stuff. But yeah, I just, I was, I just had like a little culture shock. I was like, wow, I just had this realization, and it was a little frustrating at first when I like when I came to that realization. I was like, man, I've never How felt discriminated. Feel? I felt discriminated against. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell? Like, just because of who I am, you're not going to let me in? But then you start thinking in terms of that country's culture and their uh, their pride that they have and how they want to protect, you know, they, they want to preserve their culture. And which, honestly, I can't be mad at that, you know? Like, what's the point of, like, traveling somewhere if, you know, that somewhere does, like, no longer holds pride in their own culture and country and 
they just become like every, anywhere they, else, you know? They get watered down. Yeah. It's like, I want to go to Japan because I want to see Japanese shit and Japanese people. You know, so I understand their, um, I understand why they feel that way, at least, you know? And it was and yeah. like later on that night, uh, me and Diana, actually funny story. I might as well just tell it. But uh, after, after we got food, we finally found a place that wasn't discriminatory <laughs> and uh, we ate. And then um, our mom and dad, they went back to the Airbnb and me and Diana wanted to stay. It was our last night in Tokyo and Tokyo is so dope. Like I want to go back. It's, it's one of the coolest places I've ever been to. And um, we wanted to go drinking, like bar hopping, just check out the nightlife. Um, cause I guess being with mom and dad for a whole trip, it's like, you're not really going anywhere at night with them. <laughs> so we wanted to break away, do our own thing. And we followed this guy and this girl cause we didn't know where to go. You know, everything's Japanese. We're in Shinjuku. We're like, there's gotta be something. So we just followed this guy and this girl. They walk into this like second story building. It's like this little like shopping center type thing. They go up these stairs into like this establishment that looks like a bar. We walk in and it's like completely quiet, dark. And we're like, oh shit, like is this some weird cult thing? Are we gonna get murdered? Like, I don't know. And then we just see like these like Japanese dudes uh, dressed up in like goth kind of clothes. <laughs> I, I can't say I know a whole lot about Japanese culture. Like I like Japanese stuff, but I'm not like super into it like that. So I don't know, it's like, like some sort of club they had or something. And they were basically okay. trying to tell us like, hey, this is like a, a club thing, you know, basically trying to tell us very nicely that like we were supposed to not be there. And um, I just pulled out like Google Translate. I'm like, hey, we like we're trying to look for bars or like we're trying to go drinking or something. <laughs> You're like, I thought you pulled out like some money. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Here, take us in. <laughs> <laughs> we were just so confused. So like I pulled out Google Translate or maybe he did first. I don't remember. But that's how we were communicating. I was like typing shit into Google Translate and would spit out Japanese and vice versa. And, you know, they they finally got the gist that we're trying to go drinking. And he was like, okay, follow me. And so we're like, okay. So this one guy. Yeah, you can drink. You just can't drink here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so he tells us to follow him and we just walk out with him. We're just following some random Japanese dude wearing golf clothes. <laughs> and like we walked through this little like green like park looking area. It's all dark and... I mean, it didn't really feel sketchy, you know, it was a really friendly guy. There's, you know, tourists and people around. So it didn't feel all like scary or anything, but it was weird. We're just following this guy, random Japanese guy. Did you run into a wild rat attack? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, actually. But yeah, um, he just takes us to this area. I don't remember what it was called, but there is like a bar hopping drinking area in Shinjuku. Um, I'm sure anyone that's been there has probably knows what I'm talking about, but it's just like this coolest, like little, like couple blocks of an area. And it's like the streets are so narrow, like maybe one car could barely fit through kind of thing. And so, you yeah. know, he kind of drops us off there. We're like, okay, arigato gozaimasu, you know, sayonara type thing. And then, uh, we just walk down the street and we find this jazz club or not jazz club, like a jazz bar. And you just walk up these really narrow steps. It's really dark and dingy. And you get up there and it's like this really small bar. Like, I don't know, the size of, like you could barely just walk around the bar and have a seat. You know, there's no other yeah, space yeah. really. And um, we sit down and we find the one white guy there 
because he was the only guy that spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> the goth took you. Oh, you got to go to where all the white people go to because well, know, it was a tourist. It was a touristy area. area, but we went up to this bar. Oh, okay, Everyone okay. there was Japanese, but this one white guy. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So sit next to him. He's just from Australia. He was there for a business meeting or something. Australia. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So we just ended up hanging out with this Australian dude, just talking to him, and then. Uh, yeah, we ordered uh, what is it? Those highballs? It's like whiskey yeah, and soda. Whiskey yeah, whiskey highballs. Yeah, yeah. whiskey and ginger ale. Yeah, something. I think it was just whiskey and soda. I don't know. Oh, whiskey. And yeah, soda. it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their their whiskey highball is different from a whiskey highball that you would refer to Amer- in America. I think I feel like an American when you say whiskey highball. It usually means ginger ale. Really? And okay. whiskey. I don't, right? I don't I, even know. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't really drink. You're the you're the bartender. Well, I don't really drink whiskey highballs and. I don't know. It, Mate, you're the bartender. <laughs> so anyways, um, you know, and we get our first round of drinks and then, um, you know, service is kind of slow, but we're talking to this Australian guy and uh, the they're just playing jazz music there. It, it was like random jazz. Like this guy just had a CD player, you know, hooked up to the sound system. Oh, I thought you meant like a, it was live no, no, music. No, 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 no. Oh. It was literally just a CD, but he would play random jazz. Like it was like African jazz, like any sort of jazz. Oh, that's cool. Just that's really Jazz cool. you've never heard. Um, just, I don't know, just random jazz. He would just pop in a CD, let the whole track list play out. Then he would just take it out and put a new disc in. Just let that play out. And he would just keep, you know, changing them out. Like that's what he did. And uh, well, anyways, we were at our second round of drinks and Diana ordered something. I don't know, probably the same thing. And I was like, man, that's a haichu. <laughs> haichu. Highball. Yeah, they have a drink really? called haichu. Oh, yeah, yeah. There. No, no, I'm but gonna... they didn't have that there. Because let me, hold on, let me get to this next part. So, All right. Diana orders another highball or something. Something simple. You know, we didn't ask for anything crazy. And Diana's kind of complaining about how slow the bartender was. And then the Australian guy was like, um, I don't know about verbatim what he said, but he was like, yeah, the guy's only got one arm. <laughs> and, then, and then we look closely mike he's only got one arm <laughs> we look closely and always, like by god he only has one arm like literally like maybe he's got the arm but he doesn't have the hand so he, you've been drinking there the entire night and you couldn't you didn't know we that weren't he had paying one attention arm? to him but the australian guy's been there by himself before we were there so he was able to observe that but we were there oh yeah when you're drinking by yourself you're literally in the in, in a in a bar by yourself uh, you notice a lot more shit. You really do. You when, really you're, do. when you're in a group, you notice nothing because you're only like, especially when you're drinking, yeah. you're only you're, focused you're, on you're your group. Com- you know, you're conversing with uh, your, you know. Yeah, your you don't group. know what the fuck's going happening outside your bubble. Yeah, exactly. So after that, like Dana felt like super bad about it. And uh, it was cool. You know, it was just like this little like. Did he, did he go like this or like this? <laughs> Dude, the guy was so old. <laughs> so the guy was so old. So like. Bad. I, like I felt like all you could communicate to him was your drink order and to like close out your tab, you know, like yeah. there was no talking to this guy. He was just so Japanese. So yeah, oh, but see, it was I cool. See. You know, we had, we finished our drinks there and then like uh, us and that Australian guy, we were like, Oh, let's walk down the street. Let's go somewhere else. You know, we've been at this jazz bar for like forever. <laughs> so we go, we walk yeah. around the little neighborhood, um, just all bars, really, really, um, really lively. Um, and then we saw this like bar that had a bunch of cats inside, just like cats everywhere. And like, we wanted to go in mm-hmm. so bad, but we noticed on the door, there was a sign that said members only. So it was like another, um, way that they would kind of exclude foreigners from getting in being, but yeah, being yeah. very polite about it. It's like, Oh, sorry, you know, members only kind of thing. 
So we're that's like, true. Ah. They do it in the most like nice, like like humble way possible. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh man, that always sucks. bowing to you and like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, smile. Yeah, that's it's really nice. Yeah. So we really ended nice up there. at some other bar that had a lot more like Western people there, and I ended up talking to some Japanese guy next to me. He knew some English, and we just had a great time. And there were some other Australian guys there, and maybe I was eyeballing <laughs> too much because the du- the guy looked like the dude from uh that one movie was it the big, big lebowski, lebowski. <laughs> i just kept staring at oh him. and our australian lebowski yeah, that's how kind of looked like him and uh was he drinking a what russian i don't know i think he was there for business and i don't know they were with some japanese people but there was like you know a couple australians with some japanese people and i guess like i don't know i just kept staring over there I was like man this guy looks like the big lebowski and then uh um, hey man for some reason like that australian guy the big Lebowski looking dude starts talking shit to our Australian guy. I felt bad. Like, I felt like maybe I was staring at him too hard. And then he noticed and then like picked on the Australian guy that we were with. I don't know. Our, our Australian guy didn't do anything at all. But he was like, oh, um, I'm from Sydney or some shit. And like, where are you from? And, and then our guy was like. <laughs> Rep your set, mate. Yeah, Rep it your was set, like mate. That. And our guy was like, I'm from Brisbane. And he was like, man, fuck Brisbane, you know. I'm from Sydney. I'm from Brisbane. Or some shit. And then they left. <laughs> but um, it was a cool night. That was that was probably our favorite uh, memory of Japan was just being in Tokyo and just doing whatever. Don't know why I started That's going awesome. on that tangent. It was a cool story. Hey, it's it a fond cool memory. Story, yeah. It's a fond memory. Yeah. And yeah, I, I do think Japan is it's the cleanest, it's very otherworldly. It's the cleanest Asian country there is, you know. I, I honestly, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of visiting Asia that much because I'm just such a dirty. clean freak. I, you know what? I'm not a clean freak. I'm pretty dirty myself. Like last week, yeah, you're like last week, the, the shirt and pants I was wearing, I wore like five days in a row. <laughs> Very nice. Good to so, know. What about your underwear? Uh, I will change out. Five I will change out my underwear, but like the rest of the clothes, if it's winter time and I'm not sweating, I will wear the same clothes like consecutive days. Obviously, summertime yeah. here in Texas, it's like 100 degrees, and I'll change out my outfit every day and take a shower, but that's why I like the winter. It's like, oh, I can just wear the same thing and not worry about it. Um, but yeah. yeah, so Japan is very clean. Uh, you know, we have bidets in our house now because of going to Japan. I love it. Gotta love Japan. I love that. that. Yeah. Bidets are probably life-saving. If you have the luxury to get a bidet, I highly recommend it. Um, I love bidets. That is something I don't understand about the rest of the world, why bidets are not a thing. Like we we love technical uh, advancements in all sorts of different industries, different realms of our world. We're like, oh yeah, we can, we can, uh, we can. My we can- feeling is that people are secretly homophobic. They're like, oh, water squirting in my butt. That's kind of gay or something. But but do gay people like? Uh, I feel like bidets. gay people. Would That's a real question. Be more open. If that, if that I think true. they'd be more open to using one. I love using them, you know, because all right, maybe TMI, but I think I got like hemorrhoids or something. So like, mm-hmm. I so you don't want to wipe? No, well, I cannot wipe too violently, you know. If I have a little okay. mess, if I have a messy session, you know, it it turns communist down there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I like the bidet because it just um, it just makes me feel cleaner afterwards, and I uh, I just feel more comfortable. So I hate using public bathrooms unless if there's a bidet. Yeah, even then it's still kind of gross, you know, unless the bathroom's super clean. But 
What about in Japan? Uh, How did you feel about the public bathrooms of Japan? Like in the subways, they were still pretty gross, but yeah. But there's like some in the mall where it's like you get your own like compartment. Like the airport, their and airport the was super nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like blocked off from head yeah. to toe. Like there's no crevice that's like other people can like look down, you know, down and, and see your feet or whatever. It's like completely closed off. You get your like little music coming from the from the bidet. And just oh yeah, they do have those little jingles and stuff on there. Yeah, I like Japan yeah. a lot. It was um, I wish Asia could follow suit and be more clean like them. So I mean, I guess you know, I mean, honestly, if, I, if I Japan, wish, I, wish, I wish America could follow yeah, suit. But I guess if Japan did take over the rest of Asia, it would have been like that. But uh, you know, gotta Ooh, pick your battles. That is a very <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. You know, theory. It probably would have happened that way, but you know, I'm glad that Japan did not take over the rest of Asia. It would have been the fall matters. of communism. So you are a communist. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> communism would have never made it to China if Japan did take over. Yeah. But I mean, That's Japan, so what, what were they like imperialists or something? Which I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. I think they were, they, they served their emperor mm. basically. Okay. So very, they're, they're monarchy, right? Is that what that means? Imperialism? I, imperialism versus monarchy. What is that? Yeah, but like uh, Great Britain, they use mon- they use the term monarchy. They never use the word imperialism. Uh, okay, well here we go. Here we go. Uh, imperialism is a type of advocacy of empire. Imperialism is a policy of extending a country's power and influence through colonization, use of military force or other means. Okay, so definitely, I think. Great Britain was imperialist. They just never used the term themselves, right? Or I guess other people would. What's the difference? That's the same shit. Yeah. That sounds like a fucking monarchy. Is an empire considered a monarchy? Both emperors and kings are monarchs or sovereigns, but both emperor and empress are considered the higher monarchical title. So I would still say yes. uh, Great Britain was still an imperial monarch because i think you can be a monarchy but i think imperialism implies that then you're going out to colonize other countries and nations yeah in that sense britain definitely definitely imperialistic yeah for sure but you oh maybe okay maybe a monarchy in its like most traditional like old school definition i'm not even reading anymore uh i don't know i'm just making this part up but maybe what it means is you don't colonize what you do as a monarchy. You just fucking take over. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Cause like, that's what like fucking, um, Alexander the great did. He didn't colonize places. He just literally absorbed land and like made it part of his country. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm and looking he, up the word imperialism. Well, is, that, and is, it, is that considered it, colonization? Oh, let's see. Well, Okay. So I think colonization is the same thing as imperialism, but without the monarchy part of it. I guess. What country has a colony that isn't uh, a monarchy, though? I can't think of a single country that isn't a monarchy that has a colony. Hmm. Let's see. All right, let's see. Colonize it. Colonialism colonialism is where one country physically exerts complete control over another country and imperialism is formal or informal economic and political domination 
of one country over another. In a nutshell, colonialism can be thought of as the practice of domination and imperialism as an idea behind the practice. So it's like the same thing. So imperialism is just the same idea of it. Thing. And then when you actually execute it, it becomes uh, colonialism, right? Okay. I don't know, man. I, I get stuck behind definitions. Like we had to look up, what was that word we looked up last Semantics. time? Semantics. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, Googling yeah. definitions on our show, I would say, or there will be because um, it's hard to remember what everything means in technical terms. True. But yeah, you brought up a really interesting concept. I never thought about like like living in the West. I always think about like, what if Germany won, you know, and, and we're all Nazis, you know, like Nazis took over or, or, uh, or what if England won the Revolutionary War and we're just like, British people over here and would be paying you know, taxes. We'd be just kidding. Paying. We do. <laughs> we still pay taxes. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I was listening to somebody, uh, some video or something. And they were talking about how in the Boston tea party, they were, um, they were, uh, revolutionizing against, uh, the, you know, the people in Boston or in the U S the early, uh, colonies, they were revolutionizing and rebelling against uh, Great Britain over like a one or two percent tax over some tea and you know maybe some other imported goods. One to two percent. Yeah, that's so wow. little. And, and and nowadays we're like paying taxes. We're like wanting to pay more taxes in the name of like you know equality or something. It's just very different. We've I feel like we've lost our you know our uh, our American spirit. You know of no taxation without representation. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. so. Did you hear about the whole uh, Biden administration trying to uh, impose a new way of of configuring taxes where at least this is what the American first group... Uh-oh. I think my baby's waking up. Oh, that's not good. I also didn't turn off the baby monitor like I normally do. I think he's okay. Okay. That's good. All right. But yeah, uh, Biden administration, they are trying to, well, actually, no. First of all, it's there's a, a legal group. They're a conservative legal group called American First. Uh, yeah, they, I think it was like American First, like uh, it's legal or some foundation. It's like a nonprofit thing. Yes. And they're basically requesting uh all sorts of communications, files, like uh, phone calls to text messages to emails uh, between Biden's camp and the fucking IRS, I think. It's the, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Let me pull up this article. It was the, what was it? It was like a specific group, uh, Treasury Department and the IRS. There we go. Treasury Department, yes. And so basically this uh, this nonprofit group, they're, they're saying that the, um, the Biden administration intends to alter the IRS's audit algorithm to target white, Asian, and mixed race taxpayers. That means you and me, Carrie, we're, we're included in this. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I heard about that. And obviously, it's like still speculation at this point, but it's it's interesting that this is even happening, and and the fact that we're included in it too. 
Um, but you know, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm not tax. white, man. Keep me out yeah. of your white people problems. <laughs> I know. But yeah, that just goes to like my whole thing from last episode or two episodes ago, or maybe both. But like, you know, I feel like maybe we might be the next white people, you know, in the way it will be treated, especially with tensions uh, ramping yeah. up with China. You know, it's all bigger, this part, bigger part of this bigger plot, you know? Yeah, it's, it's weird. So like, if you're thinking about for like a media representation thing, we belong with the minorities. We belong in the underrepresented stories of Hollywood or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you think about economics and like real world shit, like where we, where Asians stand, we belong not in the minorities. We, we, we are jettisoned up into the white sphere of the world and we get the shit in and the stake in that in that regard. We get the shit in and the stake in media representation and we get the shit in and the stake in terms of taxes. Well, hey, at least with Asians, I think we're one of the few minority groups that make more money on average than uh, white people do in America. <laughs> Take that, white people. <laughs> Just kidding. We love white people. No, um, we don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... IRS, uh, could they possibly be doing that? Yeah, I mean, based on this article, because I was reading on it, um, what they're basically doing, yeah, so they're they're trying to, they're requesting all of these you know, communications and documents uh, to look for, what the hell? Uh, did I exit out of this thing? I don't know, I have it right here somewhere. Oh, yeah. I have okay, it so they're different. basically like so the keywords, like the buzzwords, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, if you like, if you upload like a, a video or whatever, or post something, the hashtags they're looking for basically is. Uh, they're control effing the. Yeah. All the exactly. communications and documents. Uh, the words discrimination, discriminatory, race, racial, ethnicity, color, BIPOC, Asian, indigenous, black, brown, or white. Basically, find out if they're referring to these terms at all, and if they are, then you know they're basically they're fucking they're gonna fight back on it, I guess. You know. Yeah, and um, uh, I saw that. I think they have like twenty days to respond, and it's based on they the article. It's yet. been like five days, so we'll see what happens with it. You know, it could be a nothing burger. I hope it's a nothing burger because uh, I don't know. Sounds crazy. I don't want to be targeted for an audit. But I yeah, mean, not that I need to worry about it. But um, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like, so here's the thing: is this first American American first legal foundation this uh this conservative legal group that's looking into this? Are they concerned about the the taxation brackets and the taxation bracket being like you know if you look at the upper echelon of tax brackets? then yeah, I guess you do find more white and Asian people there. Is it a coincidence that, you know, like they think they think that they're targeting white and Asian people and also mixed race, can't forget mixed race in this. Which is kind of uh, messed up because you could be like a minority mixed race, like, you know, like a Hispanic or Hispanic and black um, true. person, you know, like would, would they fall into that mixed race thing? True. So yeah, so is it really a, a, an equity action plan, what they're calling it? Yeah. Basically, they're saying like, is it really It's so much equality that it just kind of turns into reverse racism. 
Yeah. And then it might actually affect the people that they were supposedly trying to help. If right, you're mixed right, race. Right. It's like, are you, right. you know, like Dominicans, uh, you know, they're like black, but then like Hispanic too. Like, are they considered mixed race? Like, how do you quantify that exactly? You know? They probably mean mixed race in terms of half white, half white of anything. Mm. And then you're so, like... If you're, so you're automatically richer or something like that. I don't know. So if you're half white and half black, like you're, you're richer than a full black person. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just bullshitting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. But uh, like, are, are Jewish people considered white? Cause I, I think so. cause they're like another group that's uh, like basically like Asian people. Like they're, they're making more money on average uh, than white people. But I think they're white though. No. I don't, I don't know, see then, a Jewish box to check on the census. Hear, like, yeah, you're right, right? I think they're white. Like as far as far as the IRS is concerned, they're like they're white too. Okay, because then when you hear about like someone being anti-Semitic or you know talking about Jewish people, um, they're like, oh, that's racist. But then it's like, well, then they're not really white, then, right? I don't know. You know, honestly, let's we should probably just stop talking about them. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> with all the recent stuff happening. If anything, the census is anti-Semitic because they didn't have a checkbox for the Jewish people. Maybe, mm. yeah. Well, anyways, let's uh, stop talking about them before we get into any trouble. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I back to the whole IRS and the equity thing. Uh, yeah, that'd be really fucked up if they base it off of race. With the assumption that white and Asian and white mixed race people uh, make more money, they're in a higher bracket, and so instead of going by a number value of how to conduct taxes and audits, uh, they're gonna go by race. Uh, that's fucked up because you know there's a lot of poor white people. There's a lot of poor, poor Asian, Asian people. people. Yeah, yeah. So like that's a really really weird way. Now. There's also a, 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 a thought here, like a, I guess a, a statement here that says that black people are two point something times more uh, likely to get audited than any other race. Like currently right now? Currently, yes. Okay. And so that perhaps what they're trying to do with this new algorithm is to correct that uh, to correct it, I guess. So instead like of, so basically instead of, so what you're saying is that instead of them targeting, really actually targeting to audit more white and Asians, they're really just trying to correct. Not target black people. Yeah, correct th their algorithm of targeting more yeah. black people. So then it kind of like evens out and it's not yeah. really actually targeting more whites and Asians. And if that's the case, then that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's fine by me. Yeah, I would like less here, audits for here's everybody. The here's, here's the statement in the article. A recent study from Stanford University found that black taxpayers are audited 2.9 to 4.7 times the rate of non-black taxpayers in the United States under the IRS, uh, which the IRS randomly selects tax returns for audit. So the so-called randomly uh, picks on black taxpayers is basically what the study is saying. And so, the, in correlation with what the Biden administration is trying to do is to correct this problem. But then, I guess the first American uh -oh. legal group is like, 
Yo, 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 yo. Uh, this is uh, you're trying to punish white and Asian people. So yeah, so it could I be a, it know. could be a big nothing burger, which I really hope yeah. it is. Yeah, because it's just it's, that's just a really bad headline. The headline was. IRS is developing a new Biden-backed algorithm that that will see more white and Asian people targeted for tax audits to boost racial equ- equity. That's not racial equity. I don't know. You you can't target someone else to to make racial equity. What you can do is just not target the thing that is being racially abused. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, if black people are being targeted by the IRS for whatever reasons. Then stop targeting the black people. Yeah, don't don't, don't just, counter in that yeah. by t- targeting more white and Asian people. Then they just targeting everyone. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, it's like saying you know like um, you know like, like racism and police within police brutality and all that stuff. It's like you know the arguments like oh black people get pulled over more and stuff like that. And it's like instead of just pulling over less black people, it's like oh let's just pull over more white and Asian people too. Then to make it equality, <laughs> <laughs> to create equality in our. Uh, yeah, it's basically uh, the same train of thought right issue. there. But yeah, I don't know. Equity is uh it's a it's a messy game. And uh, equity or equality? Those are kind of two different words, aren't they? Oh yeah, they use the word equity like it's equality though sometimes. Am I tripping? Uh here goes another definition thing. Because equity, equi- equity, like in a house, e- equity is about like thing. um like having a, a stake or ownership in something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. The words are just so similar that I it's hard to keep track of when they use which one. Ah, semantics. Yeah, I'm not a huge word person. All right, all right. Quick definition: equality means each individual or group of people is given the same resources or opportunities. Equity recognizes that each person has different circumstances and allocates the exact resources and opportunities needed to reach an equal outcome. Okay, so I think they're using equity the way they intend to. Okay, I just—I guess I just didn't know exactly what equity meant. Okay, I, I would real think, quick before yeah. we—oh, go ahead. Real quick before we end the episode, equality of outcome or equality of opportunity? The second one. Yeah, agreed. So that definition yeah. you read about equity, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really like that much. Wait, what? The definition you just read. It was like controlling whatever, whatever, so that the you can get oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, equality of outcome. Yeah, that's two different equity. things. Having equality to opportunity and having equality to outcome, two different things. Equality to yes. opportunity okay. is we're all okay, we yeah, all yeah, given right. equal opportunity to. To do things in life, equality hey, of outcome. NBA, huh? NBA. We need some equity in the NBA. If you guys could lower the basket like two feet, so I could dunk. Yes, and make everyone can, run uh, slower. Yeah, and like, and just like, you know, like maybe like just run on your knees or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make anyone over like six feet six to run on their knees, or actually, no, just six feet in general, because I, I really need that extra, that extra. Uh, boost right there yeah you know when people talk about equality like every every facet of 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 society has like this 
conversation about equality, right? The only industry that doesn't really have this conversation about equality the way the rest of the world is having it is the sports industry. Yeah, it's the only industry where it's it's perfectly acceptable to only be merit-based. Yes, exactly. By your skill. Yeah. If you're not good enough, you're not good enough. And that's final, you know? But everywhere else in the world, it's like, oh, you're not good enough? Oh, okay. Well, we have this program that'll help you get in, you know? And, and also, we're going to stop the best people from getting in so that you have a spot yeah, here. What, what is that? Like a it's, affirmative it's nice. action, basically? Say what? Affirmative action. That's basically what yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's a very nice gesture. I don't deny that. I think it's great to lend a helping hand. But the the whole equality of outcome, like when you're controlling the outcome of it all by pushing someone out to bring someone in, that is uh, discriminatory? It's like reverse discriminatory. Yeah. 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 It's like they're trying to help somebody out by discriminating others. Yeah. And I understand that the talking points on the other end, it's like, well, you know, people are don't have the you know they don't have the same resources to do certain things they can't develop themselves so they're just like on a bad you know launching pad already in life and you know like you know these programs are here to boost them up and that's great i I think uh that that's a that's a good point let's create more programs to help launch people up for a fair share in opportunity then you know that's what we need for the nba yes adam silvers we need some affirmative action for Asians. Yes. And Jeremy Lin's not enough. No. We need shorter Asians to prove a point. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like like me. <laughs> yeah. Like they had they had seven two seven two Yao Ming and or seven four actually. They had seven four Yao Ming. They're like, I see we got Asians. Seven five. We, seven five, fuck. They had seven five <laughs> Yao Ming. They're like, see, we got Asians. So all y'all Asians just shut the fuck up. We got an Asian in the NBA, all right? And we're like, all right, we're happy. And then we go, we move the goalposts. Like, nah, he, he was, he was, he was an anomaly. He was too tall. He, the Asians were short, so we got. What about Asian Americans? We don't have any Asian yeah, Americans. Americans. So then, so then they go, ah, oh, we have Jeremy Lin. Okay, and we gave him Linsanity. We gave him this cool name for the first, the, for that one week of an Linsanity play. And uh, Asians like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's exactly what we wanted. Okay, and now he's like, well, fuck, he got kicked out of the NBA, and. He still wasn't short enough. Asians are shorter than that. You need some five foot motherfuckers in there. Fucking, where's the quality in that? Yeah, see, they're move, we got we got to move the goalpost. That's that's what you it do. is. All about moving the goalpost. You get one thing. You yeah, man, that. I'm uh, I'm I'm getting old. I need that uh, I need that last chance before before my knees start giving out. There you go. But yeah, I don't know. Equality is a, a messy, messy topic, and. Uh, it is. I don't know. I don't know what the right way to do it is. But uh, I, I don't know. Those, those are my thoughts, yeah. I guess. I'm not in charge. Yeah. If I was in charge, I'd probably fuck it up. <laughs> so Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be Whatever. so corrupt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Some Hope other not. politician comes up to Maybe. you and be like, hey, you want to make like a million dollars? I'm like, oh, fuck, really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 totally you wouldn't think about it i'm like oh shit uh oh. that's how it goes anyone who's not in power they'd be like yeah. oh if i had power yeah. i would do this i would do that oh. no but once you but, are in power 
Oh, you know, money God starts looking. coming your way. Oh, is, is God looking at me right now? Oh, do I betray the American people? Oh my God, a million dollars! Oh, ooh, annually a million dollars in my pocket. Ooh, Ukrainian Ukrainian company. Ooh, oh my gosh, what do I do? Ooh, my what, son. You want to raise the five million now? Ooh, million, and then my son gets a job at the Ukrainian company. Ooh, and he gets to sleep with strippers and smoke crack cocaine in hotels. Ooh, what do I do? American people tell me what to do. That's what that is. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Well, that was uh That was this week's episode. Yeah, that was this week's and, episode. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? YouTuber mode. Uh Comment down below in the comment section. Let us know what you think about what we talked about today. And uh, if you want us to talk about something specific, uh, let us know in the comments down below and we'll talk about it next time. And, smash uh, the subscribe. Smash the, smash the like button. Smash the subscribe <laughs> button. And uh, and uh, what else do you do? Uh, your tagline. Stay oriented.